Welcome to the Going Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Zinn. I'm a mother, an author, and an entrepreneur who is committed to and curious about living a life that is always evolving. This is a lifestyle podcast covering health, both body and mind, self-care, why it is a necessity, and how tough it can be to master, entrepreneurship, its ups and downs, cultural disruption, and the topics we sometimes avoid, as well as love, sex, friendship, and more. This podcast is a place and a community for people who are willing to do the hard work of growth, who want the tools and inspiration to step into it, and who want to grow each and every day of their lives. I interview movement makers, leaders, survivors, writers, and founders. Their stories move me and will move you to cultivate more strength and clarity during every step of your day. Enjoy today's episode and thanks for spending time with me at this very special place in my life over here at the Going Beyond podcast. The last 12 months have been tough, but for many of us, it also sparked the desire to do meaningful and inspiring work that can bring real change to our lives and our communities. I believe what the world needs most right now are meaningful, inclusive platforms that empower, connect, and heal, which is why I'm so excited to announce the launch of my one-on-one Going Beyond Mentorship Program, where we can work together to take your unique vision and bring it to life in a tangible way. I've been in your shoes and built a brand very close to my heart from the ground up. And now I'm eager to help you get your idea off the ground. Together, we'll define your next level vision, understand your audience, begin building your vision, and identify the platforms to best deliver your message. For more information, check out the mentorship section on goingbeyondmovement.com with insights on the program, testimonials from my mentees, and our customized intake form to help get you started. Let's make this year the one where we truly make a difference, and let's do it together. Hi, everybody. Welcome to today's show. Thanks for being here. So as you know, we have been launching a few new things over here at the Going Beyond Movement. We recently launched our mentorship program, and we also launched something that I'm just personally excited and kind of giddy about, which is our shop, where we're selling for the first time Going Beyond merchandise. And this is actually something I've been thinking about for quite some time, to be honest. It's been on my brain, mostly because, you know, my brand is filled with feel good vibes. And I feel like people need those vibes and need daily reminders of those vibes. So I've been thinking about what it would mean to put the beyond mantras on something. (laughs) But for some reason, it didn't really sync up until recently, where I think as an audience builds, and as people really start to understand your brand, it's like, suddenly it makes sense. So I hit that moment. And also everyone is home a lot and everyone needs even more cozy, cute items that are easy to reach. So it all just sunk together. And I was like, yes, it's time for going beyond merchandise. Now, as luck would have it, I have a friend and her name is Amanda Hoffman. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I know Amanda. But first, let me just move to this moment um, because Amanda founded a company called Go to Market. 
And this company creates merchandise for stores like the one I wanted to create on my website and for brands and for influencers. And she's come up with a way to do it that's super easy. And that is key, right? Like we don't necessarily want to be shipping things out from our home and boxes and dealing with postage and returns and all the things that made me actually break a sweat when I thought about what it would mean to have a store. So Amanda has figured out along with her co-founder how to help brands like mine and yours design the merchandise that represents their brand in a super easy yet creative way. So I wanted to talk to you today about merchandise, about why you may want to consider it for your company. And I wanted to have Amanda on with me today to talk about it because Amanda is super cool. She's a good friend of mine. She's actually somebody that I've turned to for a lot of advice as I was building my brand because Amanda founded, I don't want to say a long time ago, it wasn't that long ago, but it was kind of a while ago, but she founded a company that many of you may know, um, it's called Urban Girl Squad, and it was the premier social networking group for women in their 20s and 30s in NYC back when I was in my 20s back in NYC. So I was out there, I did the things, but I actually became really fascinated by Amanda and her work back when I was starting my brand, the Beyond Mom brand, and thinking about how I was gonna harness communities and how I was gonna work with brands and how I was gonna create something that was both meaningful and profitable. So I kind of stalked Amanda a little bit earlier in those days, and then we finally clicked I picked her brain and then I think she decided that she liked me too. So that's our story. And Amanda now has two kids. She's a runner. She lives in NYC um, and she's just a super cool person. So I'm really excited to have her here on the show today. So I'm finally going to welcome her. So Amanda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. That was such a nice introduction. I'm so happy to be here with you. It's and really... talk about how we've like supported each other in our various business ventures from the old days. <laughs> yeah. Time. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I remember very clearly that I studied what Urban Girl Squad was doing way back when, when I was in the early iterations of creating my early brand, because it was a lot of things that I was interested in, you know, in-person events, bringing people together who had similar mindsets on certain things, and then utilizing those events and experiences to work with brands and connect people with aligned brands. So I was very fascinated and I actually remember very clearly, you may remember that as you were in the last days of the company before you sold it, when your life kind of took a turn towards being someone's partner and someone's mother, I found you at your closing party. Was it at the Hudson Hotel? Was that it? It was. It It was. was. Oh my God. My memory serves me. And you were pregnant and you were busy, busy, busy scurrying around. And I approached you and I was like, hi, I want to talk to you. And you were like, email me. I'm really busy. Email me. And that was how we first connected person to person. That's amazing. That party, I was like, I hope I don't have a baby at this party. Yeah, or you like were, just before and miss it. Yeah, you were really pregnant. You were very pregnant. I sold at that time. my business at the very last second. 
at like the very last second before I had a baby. (laughs) Yeah. You know, what I love about your story and and besides wanting to talk about merchandise, which is your current business and what I really want people to know about and why this could be such a good move for their business. I also love your story, Amanda, because it's very real. It's very relatable. And I think that it gives women permission to be in the in-between and we judge ourselves really, really hard. So I just want to like, I'll step out and make this statement. And then I would like you to tell it from your experience. But when you made the decision to sell Urban Girl Squad, because your life was shifting and changing um, into motherhood and you're kind of done with the scurry, scurry of a million events, et cetera, et cetera, you know, you hit those years of early motherhood and that what now and what next? And I have all of this wisdom and all of these smarts and know-how and what am I doing with it? And I know you really went through a lot of iterations and you know even some like personal challenge. So I just think that there's something really relatable. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about it because I think that a lot of what we see in the world is like this glossed over Instagram pretty like, oh, I just look like this, or, oh, I just like, I'm an effortless mom, or like, I'm a, you know, all of this like super fake stuff. And I love telling the story of, you know, go to market is my third business and my second successful one. (laughs) I had like a big fail in the middle. And I don't say that with criticism. It just was, you know? So yeah, as you said, I sold Urban Girl Squad. I was actually, I was already a mom. I was pregnant with my second. And I just knew that I was kind of doing like, I was full-time home with my daughter and full-time running my business. And I say it that way because it really was that way. Like I was with her every minute that she was awake and every minute that she was not awake, I was working on the business. And that included like in my sleep at night, like between feedings. And I just knew I couldn't stretch myself thin enough to do it with two kids in the way that I wanted to do it. And also, yeah, like it was a party girl business and it suited me for a long time. And I'm so proud of the work that we did there, creating connections between women in the city. And it was just like the right time. And um, I feel very happy and lucky that I found a buyer and that all worked out. And then for many years, I was really happy to be home with the kids and not be distracted. I valued so much the not checking my email and like not running to do other things. And like when the day was done being like, okay, I'm just going to clean. Like not to belittle that or whatever. It was just like, I wasn't cleaning while I was doing like 18,000 other things in my head and feeling like so stressed. I mean, I was stressed because being a new mom is stressed. Being a mom of two is stressful. Like, but you know, as the kids got older and they moved out of the baby phase, you know, I started to have that energy again of like, okay, I'm ready to think I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to like do. And I didn't know where to put those energies And I started doing like crazy home design projects. I built lamps. I made art for the wall. I just remember there was one project and my husband, Jake, turned to me and was like, I think you need to go back to work. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, probably. But like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And as you said, I struggled so much. Like I looked into getting hired somewhere. I looked into part-time work. I looked into starting like different companies. And I just like, was kind of looking everywhere and not finding any kind of like foothold. And I tried consulting, but I didn't know. I wasn't like niche enough. And then I would get down on myself and be like, well, what do I actually know? You know, it was a struggle. 
And then I decided, so my kids were really attached to their loveys. I don't know if your kids are into their lovey. Do your kids mm-hmm. have loveys? Yes, yeah. we've talked about this. So, you know, the lovey is like your child that's not your child. And in my house, it was certainly that way. And my daughter, I had two for her and one fell out of the stroller and got lost. And I lost my mind. I absolutely lost my mind. I made mug shots of the lovey and posted it. You don't know this. I posted it around the neighborhood. I was like, lost lovey. We went like doorman being like, have you seen this bunny? And anyway, this guy from the neighborhood painted this gorgeous portrait from the mugshot and gave it to my daughter and was like, I didn't find the bunny, but like, I made this painting for you. And Jake was like, don't go to the meeting. He's going to murder you. I'm like, no, this is kindness. (laughs) Anyway, this is only something that would happen in New York city, by the way. (laughs) Of course. Anyway, I hired him to do one of my son's love you too. That's neither here nor there. I started a business that was like making a special home for loveys. And I was so passionate about it. And like, I learned how to sew. I took a sewing class and I like started going to fabric stores in the garment district. I got like so into it and then just realized that it was not going to work. Like it was not the right business idea. And it was not because I didn't love it. And it was not because I didn't have the passion. It was just like actually not a great idea as a business. And that like really, really sucked. And I had talked to people about it and then I had to take it I had to, you know, take a bunch of steps back and be like, okay, this is not the thing. Then I tried consulting again, but again, same problem, like wasn't niche enough. And then I really had my ears open and started to think about merchandise. And it started with like a friend who had a political company and like wanted political t-shirts. And I was like, I want to help you with that. Even though I know literally nothing about merchandise at this point, like nothing. I'm like, I want to learn this thing. So I volunteered to help him and like, that was really cool. And then at my kid's public school, like they needed someone to work on the merchandise and I raised my hand and then they said, great, now you run all the merchandise for the school. And I was like, wait, all of it? <laughs> like the person was leaving the school. I'm like, okay, now I run all the merchandise for this public school. Learned about it from that. And then once I started learning about print on demand, which as you referred to before is like, no inventory, no fulfillment. Like it's really eco-friendly because like you're not having all this extra inventory. Like all of these things that you said about merchandise being a challenge are just not there with this new technology. I got so excited about it. I approached our web designer from Urban Girl Squad who I admire so much and was like, do you want to do this business with me? And she was like, yes. And then we've been working on it for a year now. And it's just, I love it. It's like, I finally found the thing that's like, it's the right amount of work and the right amount of time and the right type of work and something I love doing, but doesn't like consume me like a full flame. You know, it's, I feel really happy. I think also I'm so happy for you. And I also think that it takes a lot of the skills that you've naturally developed. It's like you're client facing, you're working with your people, you're getting their, if someone comes to you and they're like, we want merch, you're like, great. Tell me about your company. And it's like, you get to put your marketing hat on and then you get to work with how your designer who designs that vision. And then you're sort of setting up the technology and, you know, there's just multiple conversations kind of going on that I feel are very applicable to you. Yeah. There's so many elements of it that I love and it is kind of business consulting. It's what I wanted to do. I love talking to businesses about how they can be better and how they can reach more people and how they can go deeper on their brands and how they can connect. 
with their customers and clients. And it's just fun. Merch is fun. I've always been the girl who's like at the concert wearing the concert t-shirt. I'm at the gym wearing the gym's t-shirt. Like I just love it. I love having a tangible connection to the brands that I care about. And it's like, it's also a really nice conversation point with people. You know, like I have a Peloton sweatshirt, although I don't have a Peloton bike, but like you better bet everyone, and this was pre-pandemic, like everyone who sees me is like, oh, I've heard about Peloton bikes. Like, what do you think? And it's like, it's fun. It's just a fun, exciting way to connect with people and connect with the things that you care about. Yeah, totally. I will say that ever since I've been talking about my merch and starting to wear it and, you know, getting into conversations, people are genuinely excited. They're like, I want a hat. I want a hoodie. I want like, it gets people excited to sort of represent something that's positive and cute and it's light. Like, I feel like for a brand like myself, I'm always talking about I would say like things that have like a depth to them. Like for me, I'm like talking about mentoring people and I'm talking about, you know, some serious conversations and all kinds of things on my podcast, but something about a cute hoodie, like it's light and it's fun. And like, we need a little bit of that too, to but sort of balance it all out. It reminds you uh, when you wear it of all of those other deep conversations, but in a fun way. And I'll say also that for someone like you, you know, you can't be best friends with everyone who listens to your podcast and who reads your blog and who is a part of your brand. But I'm sure, you know, everyone would like to have a little piece of Randy, right? So it's like to have that feeling, to have that closeness and merch is actually a way to do that. And I think that's really cool and fun. Yeah. I also, the way a lot of the marketing material for our merch line that we created, it's not BS. It's actually real. It's that, you know, this year has been wild and crazy and any little thing we can do to remind ourselves of our capability, of our strength, of our positive mindset is a good thing. And so it's needed. These little things really, really help. So I would like to tell everybody a little bit about the process in which we created our merch together, because I think it would be fun to kind of give a good example. And then maybe you can kind of talk us through why to consider merch and like some good questions to ask, you know, about how it might function for whoever might be listening. As you know, I'm always looking for great resources to learn and grow. I'm excited to share with you another amazing podcast that also goes there. It's called The Third Place with Mary Allard and David Gaines. These two come together to have awkward conversations in a safe space. They acknowledge that we've forgotten how to talk to each other. Life has become polarized. This whole you're either with me or against me approach, uh, I don't know. On the podcast, they embrace the complexity of the human experience through covering topics that span from insecurity and anger to grief, race, gender gap, and addiction. The Third Place podcast helps us to restore the art of dialogue through encouraging curiosity, welcoming differences, and embracing empathy. Check it out as I really feel their work is an extension of the work we do here on Going Beyond and just such a valuable addition to your podcast to-dos. Follow the Third Place Podcast on at Third Place Podcast on Instagram, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, and on the web. Okay. So I would say, and jump in, let's let this be conversational, Amanda. So 
Sure. One of the first things that happened was you and I, we got on the phone and we were like, okay, if we're thinking about merch to represent the Going Beyond brand, then we want some things that speak to the people that are listening to you, right? So we talked about who my audience was and what kinds of products they would probably want to wear or use, right? Yeah. And one of the things that I do with anyone I see too, is I do like a real deep dive on their Instagram feed to get a feel of their brand and what people are responding to and their messaging and like also their fonts and their colors and their style. Like what is the person who's in charge of it wearing themselves? Like, are they in athleisure? Are they like super professional? And one of the things I think about a lot is, do you want your people to be having something that's inward facing or outward facing, I like to say. So outward facing is like the t-shirt, the hat, the conversation starters that I'm talking about. And then inward is like the mug, the like maybe like a print for your office wall, the laptop case, things that are, that you see yourself every morning. So like one of the, my favorite things that we printed is a mug that says pause on it. And it's like for, you know, a coach who talks about like taking pauses and it's like, yeah, that's something I want to see every morning. That's something I want to remember. Or like a dietitian who is like telling her clients like that they have to have an amount of water every morning. And it's like, okay, a water bottle with that line marked with her brand on it. So it's like, you think of her every morning. It's like, oh yeah, she says that I need to do this, you know? And it's like, really like, what is your brand? When do you want your following to think of you? And how do you want them to think of you? What do you want them to be doing when they're thinking of you and connecting to you? Is it when they're out in the world talking to other people or when they're having their morning coffee or, you know, when they're going for a run, like stretching afterward, any of yeah. those things? Yes. And I think in our case, in this conversation, it was actually both because we wanted people to be forward, outward facing with the hoodie, with the beanie hat and with the leggings, like the things that are like, I'm wearing these things in my athleisure, when I'm out with the kids, when I'm working out, when I'm, you know, walking my dog or hiking, it's more out in the world. But then there were the items that were a little bit more personal. And that was the mug, which is more of like the coziness factor and the self-care factor, as well as our beautiful little beyond bracelet, because I I love the jewelry so much because jewelry is so personal and it's like so close to your heart. And, you know, it's not, especially because it says beyond on it. It's one of these things where, you know, somebody's not going to see that from across the street. It's like somebody has to be sort of intimate with you to look and see it and understand it. And I think that's like literally and figuratively close to your heart. Yeah. And I also feel like the bracelet, I chose a rose gold because that's my fave. And -hmm. I feel like a lot of people are into that trend wise, but also it's something pretty to remind you of what's beautiful. And we need those little reminders. Okay. So we decided we needed a little bit of the outward facing and a little bit of the inward facing to match my brand. And then you definitely did that deep dive into my brand elements, the colors, the font, the vibe of who's interacting with me. And then we started coming up with, and this was the fun part, coming up with the phrases that would end up on the items. And Amanda, you're very good at that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You came up with a a whole bunch. (laughs) Playing. That's where, you know, as I was saying before, I wanted to do consulting. It's like, I love brands. I love it. 
I love brands. I love marketing. I love thinking about what kinds of messages are going to resonate and above and beyond is my favorite that we came up with for you. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like that really encompasses your brand and what we expect ourselves to be and what, how we present ourselves to the world. It's just cool. I think it works really well. And then with your colors and with your fonts all together, it just feels like, you know, wearing it feels like how it feels to be in your brand, like reading your materials or listening to your podcast. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like the font met with the messages, met with the items that they're on. It does encapsulate, you know, this lifestyle where every day you're like, I can go beyond limiting thoughts. I can go beyond maybe what I did yesterday. I can go beyond what society tells me I am because it's both kind of beautiful and a little feminine, but also strong. And I think that that was really expressed through how all of it came together. So kudos to you for those phrases and how it all came together. With how it looks. And I think that your audience is going to love it too. Yeah. And then the other piece, and this was also an interesting consideration because I'm a newbie at merch. We really talked about, you know, what's the right amount to launch at first, because you could go crazy. You could put like 50 items and be like, buy all of this. But we were like, no, 50 let's the items. And also like a hundred colors per item. Right. It could go into like a rabbit hole. (laughs) Yeah. So we came together and determined that like to get started, that it should be simple and it should be just six items and something that I can get excited about and practice what it means to represent my brand this way. So I'm excited about that advice to sort of start simple. Yes. Also, you can wear all of it at once. Can you imagine like your leggings, tank, hoodie, hat? You could do it. Bracelet, necklace. I could. I could. That's an Instagram photo that I want to see. I might have to do that and just dedicate it to you, but I don't want people to think I'm an egomaniac if I do it. (laughs) Oh, it's not ego. Well, I wouldn't think so. I have been printing so much go-to-market stuff just to like see the new models of things that are coming out. And I want to do a photo of me holding like 18 go-to-market mugs and like in more than one hat and like multiple layer sweatshirts. I don't, this makes me laugh so hard. I, I'm sure it's like ridiculous for other people to hear about, but I, as somebody who's living it, I'm like, this really makes me laugh. I think it's funny. I think now I'm going to have to do that picture. Please. As long as you, you post, it. post it, just text it to me or we can both do it and then put them side by side and be like, hashtag crazy ladies. <laughs> Merch obsessed. Yep. Merch obsessed. Yes. I love it. And then, yeah, like just give us a little bit more about how the print on demand works, because I think that was a huge seller for me again and why I decided to do it this way with you. So yeah, go ahead. Print on demand is why I started to start this business. There are a million and one places where you can just like print in bulk. Those businesses abound. But it's expensive and especially running the merchandise for the kids school. It's like, you know, it's so easy and almost impossible not to guess wrong on sizes. Like you can think most of your people are, you know, mediums and largest or mediums and smalls. And then suddenly everyone is out here wanting an extra small and you're not only not able to meet the demand of what people want, but you have all this extra inventory and it's such a waste. It's so expensive. And it's a headache and it's stressful. 
And I've heard so many stories of people who bought things in bulk and they regret it because of exactly this problem. And not only that, like you could guess wrong in terms of the design, right? Like you can make a tote bag and nobody wants a tote bag. Everyone wants a duffel bag. Or you can make a beanie hat and it turns out everyone wants a baseball hat. They don't want the beanie hat. With print on demand, you can change it in, you know, 30 minutes. Just, oh, you wanted a baseball hat instead of a beanie hat? Snap your fingers, done. You know, it's like easy. Or you wanted that t-shirt in red. Everybody wants the red. Nobody wants the blue. Snap your fingers, the blue is gone. It's flexible. It's easy. It's inexpensive and it's eco-friendly. Like, I just love that piece of, you know, we're not throwing away all of these t-shirts that nobody wanted. Like, I see this all the time. I mean, pre-pandemic, every time I was like hauling these boxes of merchandise out for the school fairs, it's like, oh my God, I hate myself for ordering all these long sleeve t-shirts that nobody wants. Nobody wants these. I made a mistake. Oops. Now I'm paying for it, like in the form of 15 pound boxes that I am hauling up and down every time and like begging people to buy. I'm always holding up being like, are you sure you don't want this? This is really cute. Have you tried it? Maybe you could just try it. Try it. (laughs) It's like, please, please buy it. You don't have to do that at all. And so I love it. And it's flexible in the way that brands today are flexible. You come up with a great new expression on Instagram. You want it on a t-shirt. Boom. There it is. You know, we can just be your merch partners. We can set the stuff up for you. It's cheap, easy, flexible. It's everything you want as like, as a business owner. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. So quickly, Amanda, like what should a brand be thinking about? Like what kind of companies are best to consider a merch shop on their site? What would be sort of the checklist to determine if now is the time to sort of set up a little shop and do the merch thing? Sure. Well, again, like I always start with the Instagram feed. Like, do you have... If you're really early in your company and you don't have an established brand, like you're kind of playing with different logos, you're playing with different colors, like you're you're still feeling out who you are or where you want to be, that is not the right time. But if you know who you are, and I don't even want to say even if your customers know who you are, but if you know who you want to be and you like the look of your feed and you like the look of your logo, yeah, do it. Even if you set up a store and only buy the stuff for yourself and maybe you send it to a few key influencers or you send it to a few key partners. That's another thing that you can do with print on demand is you can set up a shop and just be like, okay, I'm just going to mail my brand in the form of like a t-shirt or a notebook or a mug to five influencers a day. Right. And let's say one of them posts like, Hey, I got this great mug from Randy, or I got it from, you know, your brand. That's like, amazing cross promotion, right? Right. So, or if every post, we have a coach who's doing this right now, like she always wears her t-shirt and her post and she looks great, right? So like it adds validity to your brand. It makes you look really solid. It reinforces and reinforms your own brand presence, I think. So that's something I would say would be a guiding principle. Like if you know who you are, Yeah, no, I think that's great. This is so informative. And I'm hoping that our listeners are one thinking about where they sit in this conversation. You know, like if you're an entrepreneur or you're a coach or you're anything in particular, and you want to have your brand live on something that somebody can use or wear, this is a super simple and fun way to do it. 
So I hope that you guys listening are thinking about that. The second thing I hope you do, if you've decided that it's time, is that you head over to Amanda's website and Instagram and check it out. And again, the company is called Go to Market. Uh, tell us quickly, Amanda, the website and the Instagram, just so we get it right. Of course. It's gotomarket.studio and the Instagram is gotomarketstudio. So just don't forget the studio and you will find us. Okay, great. And then third of all, the last thing that you need to do, obviously, is head over to the Going Beyond merch shop on the Going Beyond Movement website. It's really beautiful. And I just know that these items are going to look great on you and remind you that you're beyond any limitations, as well as they're great gifts actually. So I'm thinking that there's a a definitely a gift market here. So let me know what you think. I think you're really going to enjoy wearing them and sharing them. Before we go, Amanda, give us a little bit about what's next for you professionally, personally, like where's your mindset at? Just it's been a crazy year. You've launched a business. You're schooling (laughs) your kids. What the hell? But tell us a little (laughs) bit about your mindset, where you're at. All that stuff. So I am so excited about this business. I was like a little embarrassed. It was MLK weekend and I like worked through the weekend, not because I needed to, but because I got new samples and I was so jazzed that I had like all this energy and I'm like, I just want to reach out to some new people and respond to some things. And my business partner, I'm sure was like, what? the hell is wrong with you but I just like have so much energy from this I'm excited I want to keep moving forward I want to get lots of brands up with exciting merchandise stores I want to keep chugging forward with this really get our name out and get people to know about what print on demand is and how it can support their brand and their business personally I am surviving remote school um, as most of us are. And I am trying to exist in this like state of appreciating all the good things and trying to have grace with the really, really hard stuff and feeling those things all together. Amen. As are we all. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, as your friend, you're doing an amazing job and you. you're definitely an inspiration to women out there who are trying to figure out all the moving pieces, not just during this period of time, but also just all these iterations of our output in the world, you know, just having accomplished a lot at a young age and then shifting into all these different identities and coming into this moment of time. I think it's really inspirational. So thank you. Thank you. That's so nice. All right, Amanda, thanks for being on the show. And for all of you that listened, I'm really excited to hear your thoughts about where merch fits into your business and into your life and continue to take care of you. Of course, that's what's most important. And we'll see you next time. 